Hello, and welcome to the Alchemist Inkwell. This is your spiritual podcast for grounded people. Hi. <laughs> That's Emily. And I'm Emily. <laughs> And hi, um, <laughs> this is going to be a really good episode. So for everybody yeah. who has watched before, be paying attention to this one. It's probably going to end up being one of our evergreen ones that we will, if we ever need to replay an episode, I imagine we'll bring this one back out. Uh, if this is your first time, you found a good episode for your first listen, because mm -hmm. today we're going to talk about how to bust doubt when it comes to your intuitive ability and all the stuff in the spiritual realm that you are doing. Um, absolutely. Yeah. We were talking about what we wanted to do and, um, on this specific, specific episode. And right before that, we were talking about all these different big spiritual things that we have going on between sacred spaces, the gathering conference, um, that we did and how emotionally beautiful and magically beautiful that was. And then our trips that we have coming up and, um, spaces for just people to interact with each other, which is what we personally are trying to cultivate, but people in general are really trying to cultivate right now. Again, is that sense of like community, especially spiritual community. Mm -hmm. We were talking about pretty extensively how, when you go through one of those experiences and you go to come home, all of a sudden there's like the, oh, but am I going to lose this connection? Am I going to lose this feeling of magic? And we kind of wanted to, of course, talk on that, but also expand that even further into just doubt. Because as more and more people are actively waking up right now and actively connecting and re-getting in touch with their spiritual stuff that kind of originally awakened perhaps in 2020 or before, but just kind of redefining their spiritual selves, um, that doubt is something that is sometimes really, really hard to shake. Mm -hmm. And we wanted to give kind of some perspective on that and some energy around that. And then, of course, also we're going to talk through some of the like astrology stuff we've going on, which is it's um, the energy of this week is not small, yeah. um, but uh, this is a, it's a really important thing to us. And we've never really talked about that this in depth on the podcast before. Yeah, I think everything we've talked about has been in its own satellite manner, a way to try to help people understand doubt by giving them so much evidence and so much, so many things to research and other people who are talking about it. But I don't think we've really permeated the self uh, conversation yeah. yet. So one of the biggest things, and I mentioned it in my talk at Sacred Spaces, I know it was a big conversation there of don't let this go away, you know, and my biggest, my biggest gripe uh, with typical spiritual experiences when you have a reading or something is it takes about generally three days for you to be mm -hmm. like, man, I probably made that up. And then you totally yep. drop everything that you were going to be because you had that magical yep. feeling. Uh, I want this to be something that people can watch or, or listen to over and over and over again to reclaim that magical feeling. So uh, I have tons of ideas. And like you said, we're going to go into various ways to sort of prove it to you. And how you can look in your own life for these things too. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, it's important. And also, I just want to kind of reframe doubt a little bit too. And the goal is never to be without doubt. Like, that's not something that we're ever going to sit here and be like, you need to not be skeptical of this. You need to not doubt this. Like, it is something that we are literally combating not only everything that society has ever taught us on all of this spiritual stuff or religion has ever taught us on any of this spiritual stuff, but we are also combat combating like our pure physiological being that has to exist in a tangible physical space. And those things do make it hard to not doubt. So we're never sitting here like, we're trying to get you to a point where you never doubt again. 
it will not happen. That's not something that we're ever going to try to do. And doubt and skepticism is healthy. It helps keep you aligned. It helps keep balance in place. Um, it's just when it gets to that point where, like Krista just mentioned, you have a reading and you're like, oh no, I just made it all up. Or it becomes debilitating. Like, oh, I don't want to lose this magic. What am I going to do if I lose this magic? And that becomes an issue in your actual life. Or, you know, you're, you want to connect with your spirit guides or you want to connect with your psychic abilities or work on your past lives or whatever. But no matter what information you get, no matter how many times it gets validated, then the the doubt still permeates in and you can never really feel like you're growing because there's so much doubt in that space. Those are the types of doubt that we really want to address um, and help you work on because being without doubt is not, that's not the thing. And if anything, sometimes doubting, and I, I, I don't necessarily always talk about this on like online platforms because it does require a little bit of nuance to understand, but I will talk about it on here. Um, it can sometimes be treated as a validation. So if you think about it this way, our human brain really, really likes itself. And I know you're like, what, what do you mean? Our brain thinks it's awesome. Um, our brain keeps us alive and that's its whole job. And so it's really good at that job. And in, in doing so, it likes to do one of two things. Our human brain either really, really likes to know where something's coming from, or it really, really likes to make something, right? Like to do something with some information because then it can be like, look at us, we did stuff. Um, our brain likes that. That is, it's it's proven on scientific levels. It's proven through channeling levels. If you talk to your brain and look at your own behavior, you can see that that's what your brain likes to do. Of course, that doesn't mean it doesn't have its own and you know unique properties. Like you might procrastinate things, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But those at the core, your brain likes to do those things because those are key factors in keeping you alive, which is what your brain wants to do. So when people get a ping and all of a sudden immediately it comes in with like doubt or skepticism or like this shoving away of it. Sometimes that in and of itself is the validation that it did not come from your brain. Your brain likes its own thoughts a lot. Like our brain loves to think its own thoughts and like give us all sorts of different things and blah, 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 blah. And then when something comes in from an external source, all of a sudden our brain's like, yo, 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 no, 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 we doubt that. We don't know what that is. We're going to push that to the side. And that in and of itself can be its own validation. You can start to look at it and kind of frame it in that way of like, huh, why am I doubting this? Okay, well, I have all these things saying that I should, but but why am I actually doubting this? If it was just my thought, would I wouldn't I just think it and go on about my day? Mm-hmm. That's another way to kind of like work through that kind of doubt circle and start to just kind of reframe some of your thinking. Yeah. And doubt can be super isolating. Another another thing that we have with doubt is a, you know, to your definition of doubt, when we think about doubt as the hindrance or as the block. It yep. is something that takes away your permission to connect with the energies around you. And so if it is something just like in any not healthy relationship, if suddenly you do not feel like you have permission to connect with the beings or the people around you, that's a, a flag of, hey, what's in the way here? And should we be opening ourselves up a little bit more to possibility? Not to one or the other, but to possibility so that we can see more clearly. And so doubt is also a sign that it's like you're bumping into a wall. Maybe we need to turn in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. And I want to really emphasize, M and I are not strangers to doubt. I know everybody listening and watching and, and on TikTok and Instagram are pretty much seeing us present this information very confidently because we've researched, we've experienced, we've doubted so many times that we have gotten to a point where at least on the thing we're talking about that day, we are not doubting for that moment. (laughs) So it's Mm -hmm. really important to understand. um, We have Scorpio moons 
And <laughs> so if you are someone who also has a Scorpio moon, which we encounter a lot, uh, that is a pretty interesting hallmark that can indicate someone who often doubts themselves or second guesses or allows uh, a fixation to sort of get in their way and block their flow. So Em and I have lived this experience and I actually have so many stories of when I doubted and demanded evidence, which is something that really helps me. It's the, the potential to be able to say, listen, I'm doubting this. I need to believe it easier. I need something to make it easier for me to believe it. Show me. If you want me to do this, make it inevitable. People have heard me say that all the time. That's my number one doubt busting thing these days. And I have, like I said, many stories, two very prominent stories that uh, kind of show how that worked. And I'm sure you do too. Oh, so many. We yeah. were just talking about one before we hopped on because I, I was talking, telling Krista when we were addressing this topic, like, yeah, I present like this, I don't doubt energy with things just because I have expertise. That does not mean I don't have doubt. And about once a week, I will yell at my guides, be like, to see magic being real. <laughs> you need to prove all this spiritual stuff to me again. I can see them. I can hear them. I know they're there. I have ample proof from years of doing this. And I still will be like, yo, I'm doubting today. Like, you need to send me more stuff. Make this inevitable. Show me some magic things exist. And I was doing that just the other day and um when we were this is just a brief little story time but when i was out in richmond uh, we stayed at this house with these lovely ghosts um some of the ghosts were less than lovely but they're not there anymore <laughs> and um not those weren't the ghosts necessarily there was a really yucky like energy trapped in part of the house that i ended up pulling releasing um but there was two very lovely ghosts um and i was talking to them one night uh, while my computer was open because it helps when you speak to spirits to have an energy source going in the room um, whether that's like a computer or you've seen people use like flashlights or if your phone's on or something like like to just have something plugged in and, and that they can pull from a little bit. And usually that doesn't harm your technology in the slightest. Usually is the machine word. Um, so well, I was asking, you know, basically confirming the names that I got for these two lovely ghosts. And one of them's name was Yvette. And I was like, oh, with a Y or with an E, like just trying to like talk to them more. And she, the ghost, pushed on my keyboard and melted my E key on my keyboard of my laptop. It's melted. I'm looking at it right now. Like the E doesn't look like an E anymore. It's all just blended together. And she felt really bad. She wanted to pull back. Like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I didn't know I did. I have never tried to touch something before. And I was like, it's fine. She was like, it goes from a hundred years ago. She's not going to know. Um, which it didn't harm it. Like it still was very functional and everything. But earlier this week, I'm like, give me proof of magic. And my guides are like, look at your keyboard. It's like, oh, right. And can That's confirm, right. I too saw the E and mm -hmm. uh, it, it was there. It was melted. It, it is different from the other keys now for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, so like it's it's things like that. Like I, I literally stare at proof of magic on a daily basis. I still have that doubt. And that is okay. It's also part of your journey to like connect with your guides too, because it gives them space to like reassure you and connect with you and understand your energy more and you to understand their energy more. Like it's okay to have that back and forth to get validation on something. Or if you're manifesting something in, be like, I need, you know, I need the inevitability that this is going to work. Or, you know, if I'm communicating with an animal, like I need the animal to react or, you know, whatever it is, like you can have some parameters. The one thing I will say with that though, is do not get so attached to them that you ignore other validations you're getting. Mm -hmm. Because that is the other very significant caveat with that. If you're like, okay, you know, validate this for me, send me this specific validation. And maybe they need to send you other validations for some other reason. Maybe there's a validation that's going to mean more to you. Maybe there's one that actually is more on 
topic for what they're trying to talk to you about but you're like i need a red cardinal that's all i want like i don't need anything else and they're like okay cool but let me send you all of these things and let me send you that and let me send you this dream and whatever and if you're just like no those things were validated because i needed this one thing that's the other thing that to kind of pull back from because again that is doubt in and of itself um so that is I guess one of the best ways to kind of cure some of that doubt too is to be like, yes, please send me this or please validate this. Also, I'm going to pay attention to everything else though. So I don't have that lack of attachment. Yeah. There's actually a parable like that, not from the Bible, but from some source I can't currently recall where uh, a man is drowning in quicksand and God sends a rhino because he's like, God, save me. So somewhat rhino comes up and he's like, hey, can I help you? And he's like, no, God's going to save me. Giraffe comes up. Can I help you? No, God's going to save me so on, right? Mm -hmm. And dies, gets to heaven, says, God, what's up with this? And God was like, I sent you so many things to save you. What were you waiting for? Um, Mm -hmm. Just to sort of compound that effect. um, I actually, one of my stories is that I was, I was like 19 and I, I would meditate every day, but I had no evidence to anything. And my earthy chart is like, I need evidence. I need something tangible. I need something that's going to be so blatant <laughs> that I can no longer question ever again. And so I was meditating the week before I was going to go to a spiritual conference. It was actually a paranormal conference in Gettysburg. And mm-hmm. in my meditation, I heard something's going to happen at the conference. That's really important. And I was like, cool. So in order to bust my doubt, I had to, I also had to be willing to be wrong which is another thing. So I told my dad and I was like, listen, might not happen at all. I could be totally wrong, but I think something important is going to happen at this paranormal conference when we go see it. And I just want you to know so that I can prove that I was right. If it happens, we get to the conference and we get to sit in on chip coffee, doing a gallery reading chip coffee holds his gallery readings by you raising your hand. If you want to be read. And then he picks you. Cause he's like, I'm not here to try to like impress you. I'm here to get stuff done, which I really appreciated. And at one point he told everybody in the room to put their hands down, 200 people, everybody put your hands down. And he walked straight up to me in the room and said, every time there's someone who's supposed to get a message that doesn't raise their hand, what is up with you standing right in front of me? And I literally did that like, who me point at myself? And he said, yes. And I just blabbered. I did a meditation earlier in the week. They said something important was going to happen at this conference. And I guess this is it. And he was like, yes, it is. And then started to almost out me as a medium in front of these 200 people talking about what it's like to be us and talking about, you know, when, when they did a Q and a at the end, someone would ask, what's it like to be a medium? He had me answer. And so this experience is my go-to, like you're done doubting, like kind Mm -hmm. of get over yourself. One of the things my dad always said, as I was growing up, typical Scorpio moon experiences, stop doubting yourself, stop doubting yourself, which and is, it's so refreshing to hear like doubt can be healthy too. Like actualize your doubt into something useful. Um, mm-hmm. at that point it was like, I have witnesses. I have, you know, everything I need to be able to say, but that happened. I can't deny mm-hmm. that happened. So I can at least fall back on that and then build. Because another thing that I think happens is with doubt, You may be running into a block saying it's time for the relationship to develop. So we're not going to do it that way anymore. And maybe it's not working the same anymore because we're going to go somewhere else. I can't tell you how many times my primary guides have changed as Mm -hmm. I've grown. And even to the ping that I kind of got before we started this call, where the more we learn, the more schematics, the energy Mm -hmm. that works through us have to create actualized things in our world. So the more you understand, the the more refined your language with the energies around you can become. 
And uh, so like my first guide started out, his name was Fernando because he played the song from ABBA, Fernando, in my head when I asked him his name. That turned out to be Archangel Michael later on. Uh, <laughs> but I was not ready to believe that I could connect with angels at the time. So it was Fernando for a very Just good few years. Picturing him in like the classic sequin ABBA like outfit it just makes me so deeply happy <laughs> that's the michael i've connected to mm -hmm. for sure yeah well i will say too and it, it having doubt gives you permission to grow mm -hmm. and i don't think we think about it in that context a lot of times but it, it is it's not the religious type of doubt where they're like if you have doubt pray about it that's not it it's the, oh, you have doubt? Cool. Well, I guess I'm going to go find more proof. I guess I'm going to go put myself into these spaces. I guess I'm going to talk more with my guides. I guess I'm going to pull some cards. All of that is spiritual growth because it's a drive to action, not sit and pray about it and let, like, it's not that. It's a very different energy that comes in. And pray used to mean something different. I really want to say that. Like the way we talk about prayer these days is I'm just going to, it's incorrect. <laughs> that mm -hmm. is not how that works. Prayer was a sending of intention, a connecting to the divine, uh, a cooperation, a co-creation tool. And so if, if you just say, I'm going to pray for you, and then you do absolutely nothing, you don't even mm -hmm. think a kind thought. You are not contributing your energy to something. You are not praying. I don't even care that that was a definitive statement. I'm not going to apologize. Um, it's true. <laughs> yeah. So to the point of the way we currently understand doubt being incorrect, the way we currently understand prayer and the way people assume the pray about it solution should be, mm -hmm. it's also a little misguided these days. Like the pray about it solution used to be petition God, ask for a signs, ask for something that you can do with God to make difference, to create action in the world. It's magic. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, that's not what, we are raised in a society that gives us permission to believe, which is why so many of us have rampant doubt. Yeah. And I will say too, if you're doubting yourself as far as your abilities and your ability to read somebody or you, your ability to do the energy healing that you were taught to do or your ability, to whatever, let me just alleviate this right now. Hopefully, hopefully it's your chip coffee moment a little bit. Um, it's not your job to be right. It's not your job to be right. It is your job to say what you're sensing, feeling, hearing, knowing, tasting, smelling, whatever you're picking up on. It is your job to just share the information. You are just a translator. That's it. Mm -hmm. Now you give that out. And if people want clarity or whatever, you can be like, okay, well, magical omnipotent beings that are around you that know your map are saying this thing to me. If you don't, if that doesn't make any sense to you, bug your guides about it, bug your, you know, the people that are holding your past life, bug your higher self, you know, bug the deity that you worship, bug creator of all that is, whatever it is. Those are the beings that know so much more than you. We're down here trying to just like figure out how to eat. So like we have a lot more things going on. It's not your job to be right. It is simply your job to share the information you're picking up on. So just let yourself not have that pressure because it is less important for you to be right as it is for you to just share. And the other thing with that too, is that's why if you've ever had a reading with me, I'll often be like, does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Because if you're like, no, I'm like, oh, okay, well keep that information for later. Let me bug your guides and be like, Hey, we need something else. We need something in a different direction. Happy to do that. That information we usually set aside for later, though, if it doesn't make sense, usually circles back around. And I will get an email two months from now be like, oh, so you remember something that didn't make sense? I'm like, oh, there we go. Because it doesn't need to 
in the moment. I'm not sitting there like, does that make sense? Please validate me. That's not the energy. It's does that make sense? Because if it doesn't, I'll bug your guides further. Like we'll go in a different direction. Because again, it's not my job to be right. It's just my job to tune in. Mm -hmm. And it's just your job to tune in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, give yourself permission to claim your right to the amount of influence you have. They Mm -hmm. want to connect with the person that you are helping in that moment. They need to be clear just like Mm -hmm. anybody else that you'd be working with in the physical you are. Mm -hmm. I love that point. You're a translator. So imagine the the situation of a translator who's not getting the right kind of uh, ability to translate to someone ask for clarification. It's Mm -hmm. not like the person in front of you may not understand this. And that can make us feel really nervous. I remember when I used to do phone readings and they'd be like, well, that's not proof. That's a them problem. That's a Mm -hmm. their doubt problem. And years from now that you're probably not going to see what you said will probably make sense. And they'll have a light bulb moment. And it's not going to help your doubt because they're not going to come back to you and admit it. Very Mm -hmm. likely. They might, you might get an email or something like that later on. And that's awesome. And that's like a cherry on top. But, Mm -hmm. you know, the people who are testing you maybe aren't your ideal people to be working with anyway. They're in a position where they're looking for a miracle and they should be potentially asking in a nicer way for one. (laughs) Mm -hmm. 100% agree. And it, it, the other thing with doubt too, is you're in a perpetual learning process Mm -hmm. forever or life. I cannot tell you the amount of times where I've been like, oh, I know how to do this thing. And then literally three months later, it's like, yeah, now you do this thing also in this way because now you get it deeper. And I'm like, okay, now I do this thing. But I also need to do it like this because then I get it deeper. And then another couple of months pass by. It's like, hey, also you need to do this, this, and this of this thing. And that's how you go even more. And I'm like, okay, right. So now I do it like this. It will always shift and change because you will shift and change and you're releasing more things. You're healing more things. You're letting more things go. So give yourself the permission to be in a perpetual state of evolution because that helps with that too, because it's not so much of like, okay, I need to know everything about everything. And I need to know exactly how everything works, which is one of the hugest sources of doubt when it comes to spiritual stuff, because we all want to be experts before we've even learned. And that's not ever going to work. That's not how the world works. Do you know no. any singular doctor who knows everything about everything and has never questioned a diagnosis or questioned or doubted themselves? Oh I wish I did. I wish I knew one of them. I would love one of those. <laughs> I can tell you my biggest gripe about the world of astrology is that they make it out to be like, if you go into the ancient texts, you can learn everything. No, they are incomplete. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. our information is always incomplete because A, there's always going to be new information, whether it comes from an ancient source or a modern experience. So the permission is not even, you don't need permission from anybody to say, I'm Mm going to continue to grow. Actually, that's just the truth. And if you give yourself that, you are actually releasing limits that other people are putting on themselves by saying, I need to master something and never need to grow after that. They are going to be the ones who are stuck. I agree. And when it comes to coming back with all that magical energy from a magical gathering space, what we, we even opened up the conference with this last week. Was it only last week? It was only last week. It was the weekend no. before this last one that just happened. Yeah. yeah so it was last week. Yeah. Um, that is wild. It would seem so long. <laughs> but we even open up the conference by saying this of live during that space, that space where you're safe, that space where you can be as open and weird as spiritual as possible. Live as authentically in that during the time that you're there so that when you leave, you already know how to do it. And you take that energy back with you and you know how to implement it in your life because you just lived it. 
Mm-hmm. So whenever you have the opportunity to be around spiritual people, whether digitally and it's like a monthly call or in person and it's a trip or a conference or whatever it is, and that is like the way you want to live, live that way fully during that time. And it releases so much doubt for when you go back because you have done it. You already have lived in that existence and you will be way less apt to walk yourself back into a little hole and be way more aligned with letting yourself move forward in your normal you know, day-to-day mundane life as well. The other thing I will say with doubt too is come up with some tools for yourself. Like, do you have one of those experiences like the chip coffee moment where you can, or my E, <laughs> where you can be like, oh, right, that happened. So I will, whenever I feel doubt, I will think about that moment. Or I will say this too, whenever I give someone the the manifest or the, um, the affirmation, I took me a second to get that word back of I am divinely supported because I matter. I always say, whenever you say that, think about all the evidentiary support you have throughout your lifetime. When something just worked out, when this shifted, when you got a ping, when you had a dream, whatever it is that you have support of, you know, list those out, write those down, or even use like, I'm going to call it the Hunger Games method where you combat her bad dreams at the end of the book. Katniss makes a list of all the good things every person she's ever seen anybody do in order to make herself feel better. Make a list every time you have that doubt. Read off that list of all of the magic things that have happened. And you can be like, okay, I can ground into that. Or when you have doubt, do you do a card pull for yourself? Or when you have doubt, do you get out your dowsing rods? Or when you have doubt, do you have the phasma box? (laughs) What of the phasma box? (laughs) I tried to start up the phasma box, which is a ghost communication or a spiritual communication because you can communicate with all sorts of stuff. And I started up and Lacasta was like, do you have any clients today? And I was like, uh no way to talk through the phasma box though like that's a full sentence all right rock on uh meanwhile my other guides are like why can't i make it work we're <laughs> having issues <laughs> but beside the point uh but you could start at the phasma box to get the proof there like banded at the conference or i mean there's a million different things that you can do um go on like a, a basically like a nature walk where you get assigned sometime some throughout some sort of that nature walk. So whether it's just you walking around your block or whether it's like you go to a park and be like, okay, before I come back to the car, I'm going to get a signer message that validates something for me, or I'm going to get an image that I need to build off of or something that I'm looking for and seeking for by the time I get back to the car, like come up with a toolbox that works for you to combat your own doubt because it's going to come up. It will. There's no blocks we can pull that will stop that. Mm -hmm. Because again, sometimes it's a tool. So what are you going to do when it does? Yeah. What space are you going to hold for yourself? One time I got a ping and this is probably the the second, I got a ping that started a whole doubt journey for me, mm-hmm. but the ping was so big that I could not bring myself to believe it at all because of how like it shifted everything I thought. And so I immediately drew my mom, my dad, and my husband over to me. And I was like, you each need to ask for a sign from God by the end of the walk that we are on. And you let me know if you get it. And if a single one of you doesn't get it, then I can't trust what I just heard. And I didn't tell them what I had heard. I didn't give them any context. I didn't want them to do anything. And I didn't tell them what to look for. One of them, my my wonderful husband, looked for something that wasn't even native to the place we were in. And by the end of the walk, within 10 minutes, they had each found it, which launched me onto a three-year doubt journey, which (laughs) I think only this past month, I have really, I mean, the past two months, I got my final uh, confirmation that led to me taking action on it. And then I got even more validation after that, which was very kind. Um, but you can ask for validation upon validation and a reminder to believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Just say, hey, I need a boost. And they'll follow through for you. They are friends. 
you know, and they'll, they'll teach you what friendship should feel like. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Also, I love that use other people method. It's great. (laughs) It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that with my kids. Yeah. We do that a lot. I've done it with my kids before too. Be like, Hey, I need some, I'm not telling you what it is, but I need some like validation of something. Can you guys pick something to see today at school or whatever? And, you know, then they'll come home and be like, not like this. Found it this way. So it works. (laughs) It works. So the whole point of this is, is one doubt is not scary. It's not the big bad wolf and you're not doing it wrong. If you have doubt, Mm -hmm. period, you're still very spiritual. You're still very connected just because you doubt it doesn't make it that's not true. Um, and I know a lot of religious stuff, especially Christian religious stuff pushes you to like, believe in God without the shadow of a doubt. And if you're doubting it, you're doing it wrong. Like there's a whole bunch of energy there. Um, nope. (laughs) <laughs> and not not the way it's supposed Much to be nope. again that yeah. is that is so diverted from the the what it was always meant to be yeah. and it's it diverted a long time ago to be very fair so that is deeply rooted we're working on it um I, i'm actively working on it now uh fun fact you guys i am getting my master's in divinity <laughs> from this wonderful school in canada that is working to position Christianity where it belongs in the conversation, decentralize it a little bit and recentralize voices who need it. So I'm looking very much forward to being able to offer even more validation, wisdom, and whatever I can get from that with you guys. Chris is going to be the best, worst pastor, priest ever. That's the goal. <laughs> yep. Pastor or reverend. I'm not really sure where it winds up, but I will be the best, worst of them ever because I'm going to bring us back to the way we should be. It'll be great the intention and I will manifest it, which we can all do. Again, if you want to, you know, get rid of doubt, decide what it would look like for you not to have that doubt, decide what you need in order for that to happen. And then ask for those things to become inevitable in your life or better, and then create Mm -hmm. the life around you where it becomes inevitable, which could end up with you going to find friends at a conference or going on a trip with people and meeting incredible people. And then having more opportunities to meet them either virtually or in person or staying in touch on group chats. Like there are so many ways, especially if you reach out to other people and bounce off Mm -hmm. of their energy because they are willing to lift you up and you will be doing the same for them. Yep. Absolutely. And if anything, I will say some of my best connections, best journey, best things that I have ever done has sprouted from a place where I doubted and I did something and that meant this happened and this happened and this happened and this happened. So instead of pulling back, lean forward. (laughs) When you feel the doubt, be like, oh, well, I'm going to try to do this instead. And all of a sudden I get all this magic stuff coming in and I get an inspiration for this thing. And then I'm going to do that. And that came from a place of doubt. So don't forget you have that power because you totally do. And if you need a reminder that you're magical, please come listen to this some more because every single week we're like, you're so magical. Be as more magical. You're awesome. (laughs) And we show that you can be kind of flawed in it because we never get the end right. And sometimes we get our ending sign off right. So always listen for that as well, just to show that it doesn't have to be perfect. On that note too, if you want to um, interact with us more, have questions, anything like that, that's what the Patreon is for. We do have the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, you, We do quarterly calls with our top tier. It, it, we have a lot of fun stuff going on in the Patreon. So if you want to check that out, that would be awesome. We would love that. Um, and that's the Alchemist Inkwell Patreon. So that would be great. Also, also, if you want to hang out with us in person and have one of those magical, weird experiences where you can be your full authentic self and get all of the pings and all of the proof that magic exists and is real, um, we do have two available trips happening right now. (laughs) 
the first trip, we have a couple spots. We actually were able to extend the, the cutoff deadline for Italy. So if you're thinking about Italy and you're like, oh, that's not meant to be, it's still extended until what, 14th, uh, 14th more of March. Oh, wow. That's yeah. cool. so 14th of March. We got time. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you want to come with us to Italy, you can absolutely do that. Payment plans are still available for you. Um, now that you're standing up in this extended window, you can still have a payment plan. Um, so if you want to check that out, it's going to be so cool. We're going to do such cool things. And I, I am so excited about it. Like I can't even express how excited I am to walk around Italy with all of you. Um, it's, it's, it's more magic one Oh two. And I will say that like, if you're wanting like, Oh, I don't want to just learn about how to clear and ground and chill my energy. We're not teaching that on this. That's like, we'll touch on it for sure. But this is more of a, like, we're going deep and we're doing magic and things are going to activate and change and be real. Um, so going to be cool. We're excited about it. And same thing with Japan. So we would love for you to come to Japan with us as well. Um, we have a couple spots left on that, of course, um, that's opening up. That's in a late July, early August, essentially. And it's going to be so magical. This is It's going to be like, if you want true transformation in your life, this is the retreat to go to. Yeah, for sure. Um, everyone's going to come back a completely different person for the best and it's going to be amazing and it's a lot of higher self work and energetic work releasing yeah um which is going to be amazing too so if either of those speak to your soul you can check those out either of our link trees have links to to either of them um so by all means and 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 before we talk more about the astrology of this week um we're also opening up pitches for the next round of the forgotten storytellers you heard it here first (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we haven't really even fully announced it yet, but since this is a podcast, we're gonna talk about it. It's you guys. <laughs> it's you guys. We'll, we'll talk about it with you. Um, we're so the Forgotten Storytellers, if you are new here and maybe do not know what that is, the Forgotten Storytellers is our book writing program where we teach you how to write your fiction book and help you write your first draft of your fiction book. Um, you will have your first draft done by the end of the program. That's the goal. Um, in alignment with your astrology, your spirit guides, and channeling in your characters so that your book can heal and activate all who read it going forward. Um, It's amazing. We love doing it. It's so fun. Mm -hmm. And it is where the closest relationships between people happens too. And we, we cultivate that very intentionally. So if you feel like this is your time and you're ready to find your people and make, make a book, totally make a book that's going to change the world and heal others, mm-hmm. uh, activate your magic in so many ways and learn a little bit of magic and astrology along the way too. We are, we are now therapist approved actually mm-hmm. program for the blend of spirituality and mental health that it helps with. So yeah. very proud of that and honored. Yeah. Incredibly, incredibly. So, uh, it's, it's really cool. And I do just want to note too, like, yes, it is, it's a book writing program, but it's also a community finding program. Um, you will have, you know, it's about getting the first draft of your book done, but you do it with a cohort of amazing people. And our cohorts are some of the closest friendships I've ever seen develop before my eyes. It's amazing. It's truly amazing. Um, and they've now we've had cohorts travel with us. We had five different cohorts represented at Sacred Spaces and they were all gathering together. They were all like, oh, you're a friend. And it was just like this amazing blended cohort community of like love that was just kind of passing back it was it was such a neat experience to yeah. see um and that's the other amazing part of it is it's something that helps you find people mm-hmm. that are in your space that will be your champion of your book and be your champion of whatever else you're going to do 
um, in life and in space. And I will say I've now read multiple of the books that have come out of the Forgotten Storytellers and they're really good. So mm-hmm. I'm really proud of that too. Uh, it goes well. <laughs> it goes really well. And you get to do a writing retreat with us, mm-hmm. which is also just fabulous. So um, yeah, you should do that. Submit your messy pitch. Check out all the information, ForgottenStorytellers.com. Um, or the you know links in our bio there's it's probably gonna be linked below the youtube video or in the show notes of this episode uh but yeah submit your messy pitch and then yeah. we'll we'll set up a you know let you know if it's aligned which is basically we muscle test and channel in if whether or not we can support your book and your journey if we can we have a meeting with you and we see you know through all of more details about what your book's about all of that um and then also if you know go through more details with forgotten storytellers and if that's aligned with you um, and then if it's aligned, then we move forward and you're in the cohort. Ta-da! <laughs> it's that yeah. easy. And it really is. Yeah, it's it fantastic. Really it's so fun. Um, cool. Well, let's talk a little bit about the astrology of this week now that we have talked about a lot of other things. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a, it's a week of the Aquarius new moon. And so the Aquarius new moon is the sun in detriment. Because the sun is, you know, in Aquarius, which is opposite Leo, which the sun rules. So I will be going into the like astro nitty gritty of this on YouTube later this week. Uh, if you're part of my newsletter, you will get that link. No worries. But mm-hmm. also what we're seeing is Aquarian themes are <laughs> Valens, who is one of the ancient astrologers, the most uh, ancient source texts that we have access to, will say of Aquarius that they hate their own gods. <laughs> And I find this hilarious um, for people who have Aquarius angular in their chart or prominent Aquarius placements. It creates this skepticism like we've been talking about in this Mm -hmm. whole time. And, you know, historically and in modern society, it's not cool to doubt, as we've been saying this whole time. It's not cool to be skeptical. It's not cool to be different and to divert Mm -hmm. From the norm. That is something that Aquarius is good at. So of course, Aquarius got the reputation as also being Saturnian of you're going against the grain. Stop it. Uh, mm-hmm. This is your opportunity to decide how you go against the grain and how that actually has a place to fit in society in a world that we are building. Aquarius has been getting a lot of attention as it deserves, especially since 2020, when we had that most recent great conjunction of Saturn and Jupiter there, setting off a whole new 200-year period of air influence in our society and our societal structures and the shifts that we are going through. And now Pluto has recently entered into Aquarius for the next 20 Mm -hmm. years. He's going to dip back a little bit in the fall, but he'll come back again. And so we have Pluto and Aquarius, this emphasis of Aquarius just continuing to happen, saying it's time to change things up a little bit Mm -hmm. for the betterment of society, for equity, for, um, you know, one of the things that they'll give it is humanitarianism. That's not humanitarianism as in charity. It's humanitarianism as in what is right for people, for society? What do we deserve? What boundaries as a society do we need to hold and maintain in order for society to continue to grow and to be something that has longevity? Again, Saturn is the ruler and we normally think about that as restrictive, but in this air sign, it's how can we think broader and future? And so think about you, your future, your uniqueness and how it contributes to this bright future that we're trying to build. Yeah. I... First of all, absolutely. And when I look at the Aquarius new moon, um, there's a character in The Way of Kings and all of other Brandon Sanderson's Cosmere novels. <laughs> and the character is Hoyd slash Wit um, slash many other names. 
Yes. Um, oh and that is this Aquarius new moon. So he is, um, he will uh, drop all of the truth on you in the most twisting backwards, upside down sort of way. And it is fabulous. If you really want to get acquainted with this character and you're like, oh, I want to do that. Um, Trust in the Emerald Sea, which is Brand- one of Brandis and Sanderson's secret novel projects, um, is narrated by Hoyt. So you will now. get you can get it at Barnes and Noble. Yeah, you can get it anywhere. Um, and the audiobook is I highly recommend the audiobook. Um, but regardless, um, it's narrated by him. And it is it gives you a whole understanding of this personality of like through chaos, through weirdness, through completely honoring art and myself and the art of storytelling. That is how I will express being. And that's what this new moon feels like to me. Mm-hmm. I love that. Um, is how are you going to manifest being more yourself in all of that you are out loud and in your space? Because we all limit ourselves all the time. Like that is such a human thing where we're like, no, I can't show people this part of me or this part of me is wrong or I'm going to cut this off. Um, this is the new moon to manifest, not us. This is the new moon to manifest like, being yourself more and how you can get there. And I just remembered that when I was doing the folk magic section of my newsletter for my patrons this week, mm-hmm. I just so below and I was like, because we're doing this this week and we're trying to be unique and all these things that we're trying to be authentic, which is another good Aquarian term, we're going to mm-hmm. learn how to um, banish doubt. So I did banishing belief work as mm-hmm. it. And now we're talking about this now. And I totally had forgotten that I did doubt busting earlier. So this is very auspicious and I love it. Perfect. Look at you go. Good job. Where to be like psychic. Like this is my job. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, really funny whenever I'll, you know, predict something or text Weston at the exact moment that he was texting me or something like that. He'll always be like, it's like you're psychic or something. I'm like, I know. Isn't that weird? Yep. What a thought. Um, <laughs> but I love that. But yeah. Um, yeah. So it's a very, it's like, if I could tell you like one activity to do for this new moon, where exactly what you want to wear on that day. I love like that. to be the most you you know whether you're like why want to wear a spider-man costume rock on you wear a spider-man costume if you want to wear your onesie pajamas out to the grocery store amazing if you want to dress like a fairy or like you're going to a ren fair just for that day while you go to you know do your calls from home or whatever like if you can even if you're like going into an office and you have to dress professional or whatever wear funky bracelets or a tie that's silly or like socks that no one sees that express yourself like do something where you truly authentically express exactly what you want to express via your garments that day to help manifest that energy in more tangibly yeah cosplay is your higher self (laughs) for real (laughs) um or who you want to be when you grow up you know like i want to be someone who's super magical cool cosplay is that Mm -hmm. um that's and when I say grow up, I mean like right. tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's what I'd recommend for honestly manifesting things in with this new moon is to 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 be that, to express that in some way. Um yeah. And also journal about it. Just yes. always gonna say journal about it, especially mm-hmm. with this energy, this very Aquarian energy. Journal about it. Feel it out. Make art. <laughs> Yes, please. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let it be eccentric. Let it show you what it is rather than you trying to tell it. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Exactly that. 
now. I've been feeling the need to make more art anyway recently. And I'm like, I know why. <laughs> Everything's direct. All of the creative energy slowing again. I'm like, what do you want me to do with the art though? Like, what, what are we doing? Um, and that doesn't really matter. It's just doing something artistic. I'm feeling good about it. Yeah. Cool. Um, also, it's just a busy week. There's a lot of busy things that yeah. are happening this week. There's a lot it's of other things that's happening as well. Um, mm -hmm. Just a lot of change coming uh, in relationships, actions, thought processes before mm -hmm. this moon. So you'll probably have plenty to inspire you by the time the new moon arrives on the 9th of uh, February, by the way. Um, on that note too, if you are part of the Patreon and you have any questions that you want us to ask at the or answer at the end of these episodes, um, please go ahead and just ask them literally on any post in the Patreon. Like you don't have to wait for a special Q and a post. You can ask them under an, uh, an episode that you get early. You can just anything like that. You can even, I mean, message us in Patreon and be like, this is my question. And we've always, we love to pick one question to answer at the end of the podcast. Um, each week we have had a slowdown in the questions because everything has been busy with the holidays and stuff. So this is our reminder, like free to ask your questions in any way that you can in the Patreon, because it they matter to us and we really do want to answer them um, at the end of these, these episodes. So yeah, for being here, you guys are awesome. <laughs> um. <sighs> yeah, uh, we hope that this episode was helpful and a good resource for you and that it reminded you of how magical that you are. And we hope that you take <laughs> that inspiration and you go, go make, make some magic. magic. Oh, no. <laughs>